0: Hello and welcome to the How To Hobby Podcast. I'm your host, John Power, joined once again with my friend, Sean Bennett. We're here tonight bringing you another exciting episode of Fun Freedom from Arizona and San Diego. Tune in live. Sean, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing really, really good today. Um, Had a good day
1: at work, good drive home. Uh, fantastic dinner! Like I'm just, I'm just in a good mood today. How about you? Fantastic dinner, my man. What was on the What was on the table tonight? Made an Instagram recipe. Um, shout out to Instagram for feeding a lot of my recipes lately. But it was a crock pot meal with chicken and some buffalo wild wings, chicken uh, garlic parmesan sauce. Shred that up it in a in a crock pot. Shred that up and then put some noodles in it. Hot Oof. sauce. Oh my god!
0: Definitely Oof. very unhealthy, but god was it good well that's great and where do you get buffalo wild wings apparel and uh swag for cooking <laughs> i got it actually at
1: Vaughn's. i ran to Vons about 6 a.m this morning because i realized i didn't have the last ingredient the most important ingredient in the meal for buffalo for, chicken wings <laughs> yeah for, for the sauce the buffalo sauce like the entire flavor <laughs> for the whole dish uh so that i had to, to run to Vons
0: to to get that but um yeah it's it's uh it was so good Man, dude, that's awesome. We don't have Vons out here. We have Kroger. Uh, it's fries, but um, they do some cool things. They, ha- they have like beer to go. Like you can buy single bottles of beer out of the freezer, which is funny for a grocery store. But That's awesome. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> my to <most> important, <laughs> Yeah, my most important ingredient, the beer. <laughs> the beer. Can't start a day without beer. Yeah, that's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, followers, listeners from around the world, We're the How To Hobby Boys, and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at How To Hobby Podcast. We have a website, howtohobbypodcast.com, and a Gmail account. If you want to email us, get intimate with Sean. He's uh, always watching the comms like a hawk, waiting for any type of interaction. And we're really trying in 2022 to, to, to build up the interaction with the listeners. So if you're interested in what you're hearing, if you're interested in sharing what you're learning with us maybe you have takeaways that you have been learning from the show or maybe you just want to give us some constructive criticism feel free we're all ears here at the show uh the powerhouse and uh hopefully that's on sean's now living in the powerhouse so yes, I, I drafted yes. him in um <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna listen and see what we can get from out there, but. Uh, we hope we hope you're all doing well. It's well, man. It's almost May here, which is crazy. It is. It's a blink of an eye. It's going to be midsummer. I'm not ready for it. I haven't even released four episodes yet, so this is a <laughs> this is a disappointing way to look at it. <laughs> um, today, we're actually doing some interesting things. We're going to peel back behind the curtain. Sean and myself have devised this new idea a new thing, a new way of interacting with you guys. And it's going to be regarding our daily staples. So the things that we're kind of dealing with every single day that are driven by hobbies, or maybe not driven by hobbies, um, that we thought would be interesting for the listeners to hear. So we hope you stick around, check out uh, all the things we're doing that are unique to us. And we want to hear more from what is unique to you. So Sean, let's start off with number one from you what is behind your first staple? Yeah, so there are
1: key things in our lives that that we just can't live without. And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about today. Just what, what if we missed in a day, something would feel off. And for me, I have spent the last few years really researching, getting more into it, but it has to be my watch. Um, it's the one thing that. Um, I never thought I would have the certain, the particular watch that I do. And it means a lot to me that I have it. So when I went on my trip to Texas, uh, for the listeners who haven't listened to that episode, go back to, I think it was episode four, the shooting and streaming episode. I did a really cool trip to Texas where I worked with a a group of guys on, um, Gating uh, working on uh, healthy masculinity and things like that and a lot of it was about shooting and it was really fun, but out of that I actually got a watch it was given to me by the guy that runs the course and the thing that makes this watch so unique to my daily routine and my daily staple is that it is, while it is an automatic winding watch. I don't move enough during a day to, for it to be adequately wound. So I actually, every morning before I leave for work, I try and wind and um, tune my watch. So this actually on time with the day, um, tuning. it's tuning, tuning. Um, <laughs> I actually use the national Institute of standards and technology. It's the official timekeeping of the U S government. And that's how I keep my watch accurate. And it's, it's this thing that like it, it reminds me that things that you rely on sometimes need help so that you can rely on them. Because a watch, you think of, it's just accurate; it's always accurate. If I just leave it, it's always wound; it'll be accurate. Not the case. You tend to lose time throughout the day—a couple of seconds here or there—and uh, it makes me realize every day how much a few seconds can actually mean. And that's that's why I, I try and just start every day with tuning my watch.
0: Wow! And so for the listeners that are probably into watches maybe some are some aren't but I know it's it's hot right now and yes. it's definitely something that's coming back around I'm happy to hear being a fan <laughs> of watches myself you're uh, you're much more of a watch connoisseur than I am this
1: is the watch where I like dove, dove deep into this but I know you've got a much larger background in the watches than I do
0: well I, I I'll tell you what my background to watches is I simply want a single watch that I can wear every day. Mm -hmm. And I think for myself, you know, that's not going to be the Apple watch for a lot of people it is. And I think that's fine. Um, But I did get an, a Seiko watch in 2021 that for me was like the perfect watch. Mm -hmm. I got it for uh, my birthday. My wife gave me the green light and it just, for me, it's, it, it, it's like the antithesis of everything I look for in a good design mm-hmm. and on top of it, it keeps impeccable time. Yeah. So I don't even, I, it's pretty impressive. I mean, it's got a great power reserve, all that, whatever. Um, but is, if you wear it, it. I mean, I'll be tracking the, the the standard time all the time. And I. I think for me, that's the less to go kind of opposite of what you're saying, which I do mm-hmm. think I, I am interested in getting a hand wound watch because yep. I think the idea of building that into something that's you're getting to interact with something so intricate and so detailed, and you know somebody has built yep. with their own two hands, like that's something that is so special and shouldn't be taken for granted. Um, so I am interested in getting a, a non- automatic watch. But I think what I realized is I just want something I don't have to ever touch
1: Mm -hmm, and mm
0: -hmm. so that, yeah, that and and I can't wait to next time we're with each other in person, we can kind of compare watches, but I've worn this watch like you. I've worn it every single day for the last year. And once you start building that memento of, you know, you can think back along the timeline of, oh my gosh, I did this trip in that watch. I did this. And I, and I'll never, I'll have it for the rest of my life. And that's the whole point, right? Is this this daily staple? You, you hit it right on the head at the beginning of the, the episode, but it's something you literally interact with every single day in a meaningful way. Yes. And something like keeping time. I don't have to go. I you probably know this, Sean, but I don't, I do not like having to go to my phone for time. Yep, because I just I don't either. It's it's, uh, it's too
1: easy to get distracted when you look your right. phone. I mean, how many times have you gone to look at the time on your phone, put your phone back in your pocket, and say, "I didn't even pay attention to what the time was" because you just got distracted with a text or an email or whatever came in, and and that's that's also why I like this. And I I too had a uh, Samsung watch for a long time and. Uh, so, I got the texts and the emails and the alerts and everything oh, on my wrist, and it just got to a point where I, I couldn't do it anymore. It was constant pinging. I couldn't relax or focus. I was just waiting for the next buzz to come in. And so, I really like having an analog watch that is, uh, you know, a dumb watch that is incredibly brilliant in design. Um, it has also really highlighted for me how dependent upon accuracy time is for us because. The scary part for me is if I were to go camping or hiking or get lost and for two days I forgot to wind the watch, all of a sudden I no longer have track of what time is. I mean, you can track rough times, but once you lose that object, its time is gone. You cannot then get an accurate time unless you find the next device. And that's kind of terrifying to think about if if you had a battery, at least you have it for a while. But you know it just it just highlights the the um infinite possibilities that can happen out there. It's just crazy, yeah, yeah, oh, going well, down rabbit holes, but
0: but no, no, I think it's it is important to kind of take that in and I again to go with something that is intentionally designed versus mm-hmm. building in too many features, like your cell phone's not going to la- your cell phone's gonna last a total of a day and a half in the wilderness, if everything yep. went. To you know, to hell in a handbasket, God forbid. Uh, we're you you no longer have that device. Yeah. And and so something like like these are just you can't really put it's like a priceless thing, really, because like you said, it's easy to lose track of, but at least you still have a, a reference. Like if you could you could pinpoint, oh, at noon, it's you could still make a routine out of having yep, an analog yep. watch or an automatic. Hand wound watch that, mm-hmm. that is still driven by internals versus a battery. So anyway, this is going to an, another place, but, but tell me about it. Is it a, a what what brand? What, so, what type of watch? What are the specs? People want to <laughs> know the specs. It's it's an outcast. It's now cast watch co.
1: Um, they're a veteran-owned company that focuses on very, very quality watches that are more expensive, but not too expensive. They kind of hug that, that fine line between luxury and still affordable. Um, and so I really like it. They also, uh, I can't remember what the percentage is, but a certain percentage of the proceeds, 25 or 50% of every watch sale specifically go towards pro veteran organizations. And so they, they really support a lot of the things that I like to support as well. So that is really cool knowing that the company that I support supports that, uh, out there, that goodness in the universe. So that's um, great. I really, really like it. It's kind of like a sage green, um, uh, background. It's an all black casing, um, waterproof to some crazy depth. I'll never be able to reach. Um, and I just, I really like a canvas band on it. Uh, it comes with a more silicone band for if you're going to like a gun range or something a uh, little bit where you need to have some more ruggedness. But I really like just the regular old canvas band on it.
0: Um, and, yeah. and did you? How did you acquire it? Like what? What so, was the process of acquiring this said watch?
1: It was actually gifted um, to oh. me when I was in that class in Texas. So they they sponsor the event that I went to in Texas, and part of their sponsorship is they give a watch. To everybody that attends. And the thing that is my absolute favorite part is etched in the side. It actually says the wild men, number one of 11. So it was the group of us that went to Texas to become wild men. Uh, it's actually etched in there
0: forever to so as a, a remembrance wow. to myself. Yeah. What a story, man. That is so cool. And, and that's what I'm, again, I, I've, we've talked about this offline, off the air, but this idea of acquiring things of quality that you can take mm-hmm. with you for the, I mean, I'm, I've been big into it, man. And it's, it's like the difference between buying a quality thing versus that will literally last, last a lifetime yep. versus just buying something that is going to last for a year or two is so minute. When you really think about the time yep. versus and money, clearly we're in this inflation gate right now. So, you know, you bought something, that long ago it's it's now probably going to be way more expensive right (laughs) if it was quality so that's awesome what a great way to start off the episode uh i'm i'm stoked that you have such fond feelings about your daily watch because i love mine
1: i i just it just makes me feel whole when i put it on my wrist it just makes me feel good so i really like it well now that now that we've heard my my first
0: one what's what's your first staple of of the day. Oh, you're, you're going to love this. A smooth jam to start the day is the way I like to run through life. And uh, the listeners are probably like, what in the world is John talking about? I'm a big music fan. If you haven't heard our music episode uh, where we talk about our music roots, Sean and I, then definitely tune into that, hear more about it. But a smooth jam to start the day is just something that gets me going. Uh, I, depending on my mood, when I get to work, and something I really value, honestly, our job as engineers is very intense and it can be t- very time consuming, very, uh, difficult, but being able to levy yourself into something consistent or kind of get yourself in the mindset to go in. Cause it, it, it really is like kind of turning it on once you get to work can be very difficult in the morning. Yep, and I, definitely. I think that's why, you know, a smooth jam, I, I, whatever I'm feeling, whether it be more drum centric or, uh, more driven by melodics or, uh, more fast paced. I mean, you know, it it varies within the day, but I, I am also, I have to do a plug here. I hate to do it, but, uh, my AirPods are definitely one of the staples with regards to this starting the jam and Mm -hmm. keeping it smooth because, it is so smooth to be able to, I know you're not, you're not an Apple guy. No, I'm not. I am. I'm
1: Android all the way. Um, I used to be Apple, but I, I do uh, sometimes miss Apple just for the things like AirPods. Cause I, I really uh, am jealous of you guys and your AirPods cause they seem so nice. <laughs> <laughs> they seem smooth. Yeah, So nice, like just so, so comfortable and
0: really good, good quality audio. And they, they fit my ears perfect. And I will tell you, I just actually got mine replaced within the one year I mm-hmm. pulled the <laughs> dude. It was, I had like six days left to go and then nice. and the, and both ears went out. I mean, I oh. use them every single day. Yeah. So for workouts for, I'm like one of those power users where I, everything they, cause they work for me. They don't mm-hmm. fly out. I know some people have this issue. Um, So I, I, you know, I kind of start and end the day with, with AirPods and, and smooth jams, but starting the day with something good. I've been really enjoying uh, this album, this new album by King's kaleidoscope. Have you ever heard of them? No, I haven't. Oh man. They have this new live album. So it's like, it's got the live energy. Okay. It's like all of their various recordings of their songs, but from live Mm -hmm. concerts in an album. And dude, it just, it hits. And I was just awesome. like, oh yeah. I mean, I, I, anyway, I'm <laughs> rolling. It's just, let's go. Let's get it. So, so
1: how how many times a day do you think you listen to music? Like you, oh you smooth man. Jam. You know, and,
0: and that, <laughs> the smooth jam. <yeah. laughs> um, it really depends on the day. Like some days, today I was in meetings all day. Yeah. So I did not get, I think I got a little bit and, you know, maybe like 20 minutes of of songs mm-hmm. that got me going. Uh, some of the bands that I've been listening to, another one is coin. If you're not aware listeners get, get into them because they release quality music. They uh, dude, they come out with like a new album every six months. Wow. It is. They're one of those, you you know, how there's those bands and you're like, how are you producing (laughs) this good of content consistently? Are you like the how to hobby boys or something? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's coin. And they just came out with this new album. Oh man, it's good. Uh, so, yeah, today lesser because I had a lot of meetings. Yep. yep. But I, I'll tell you, I was looking forward to the moment. It was like a back to back to back day. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I had a final break, I was like, oh, I just want to, I just want to, li- I want to plug in for a second. And so I know in our careers, as we get more and more responsibility, it's going to be yes. less and less. But I still look forward to just, for a sec, even if it's just like you know four or five songs in between just to keep the day going maybe get hammer out a task real quick uh, it's it's
1: impressive how a few minutes of music can realign like your whole mood your whole day like i i'm i'm i've moved into a project manager role now in the engineering field and so my day is pretty much uh Interfacing with clients meetings all day people are either happy with me or angry with me and you just kind of like it just is a very, very high stress. Uh, role that i'm in that I, that i've opted to go for and as much as I enjoy it, you know it's a struggle to deal with that stress and a constant everyone needing something from you and it's crazy how just five minutes in between meetings, I just throw a quick Pandora on and, you know, two or three songs and I'm good. I'm in a good mood. I'm ready to tackle the next thing. It's, it's crazy how realigning music can be.
0: Oh yeah. No, it's a hundred percent. It completely changes your mind and your mindset. And I've been doing the, at Northrop, we, we actually can have standing desks, believe it or not. They provide you a standing desk. Yeah. I I can't even,
1: JD provides them too. Oh,
0: good. <laughs> yeah. Well they're that's, so nice. That's great. I man, that has changed my life. I mean, yeah. I just I'll be standing there just like jamming out and yep. just hammering out these tasks. And it's just, yeah, it really does get you realigned, ready to take on the next thing. But hey, Sean, let's move into yeah. What you do what you be doing in the afternoon to really break down the the stress.
1: Yeah. I, Get some, My, sweat.
0: <laughs> Get some sweat. My next
1: thing is every day I have to have some sort of a mid-afternoon sweat. Um, I've I've started realizing that if you sit at your desk all day long without getting outside, you're going to start having problems. And I've started implementing now, again, trying to deal with this higher stress role and how to, to just cope with, <laughs> with this new craziness uh, every single afternoon. Um, I go for a walk uh, and where my company is situated. We're on a hill and it's about a quarter mile long hill and it's a decent grade. And, you know, you start on one end and you stop at the other end when you get to the top and you are just sweat. <laughs> like it's, it's intense. <laughs> especially when you're so, like, you're you are a ball of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you're in like work boots and you know, it's just kind of hot, especially in San Diego. It's generally not very cold here. So Um, I, I have just started implementing this and sometimes I don't even wait for the afternoon. Sometimes let's say it's, you know, 10, 11 in the morning and I've just had meeting after meeting after meeting. And I'm just like, look, I can't do this anymore. I gotta get, I gotta take a second to myself. I just walk outside, put my headphones on. I have Sennheiser over the ear headphones. I don't have AirPods. I'm not cool. I have the over the ear. And I just throw in a podcast or a good jam and I just walk up the hill and back down. And it's it's such a realigning thing for me. Then I come back in and I can sit in the air conditioning. I can cool down and I'm just ready to be like, all right, what are we tackling next? It's You're grounded. Yeah. I can't, I can't make it through a day successfully. I can make it through a day without doing it but there's a difference between surviving and succeeding and, and thriving and thriving. And for me that in order to, to get into that thriving mode, I have to go for a mid afternoon walk. I have to get that sweat on.
0: Dude. I love it. That, I mean, <laughs> get it because literally, okay, let me ask you this. Is there something to the energy as well? Like there, there's an energy associated with these current paths, right? Mm-hmm. That we, I've been thinking about this. Like a road is a current path. Yep. There is energy being transferred from one node to the next. And when you align yourself with that energy current, there's something to it. And I've been thinking about this. I don't know. This is getting a little out there. I'll be it listeners. Trust me. But why do people love New York City? It's, a, it's an energy mm-hmm. sinkhole. I mean, yep. everybody is moving you, you come outside your apartment you can't help, but like huff it down the street because everybody's yep. doing it. Yep. And I totally agree. We, when you, when you get yourself stuck in just that, cause I'll tell you what's the opposite of the energy pool is the office pool mm-hmm. where it is just, <laughs> I cube, mean, cube farm energy cube drain, farm <laughs> energy drain, man. That's a great way to look at it because I see people sometimes I'm like, dude, that guy needs a walk. Yep. I mean, yep. Because or some else, I don't know something. Because yeah, I mean we see it. People, it's hard. It's hard out there. I'm not. I'm not saying it's easy. But uh, my next point to go along with you and your mm-hmm. mid afternoon sweat up the hill. I actually in the morning and afternoon, as many of you listeners probably know, I'm a big fan of bicycle riding. But here in Chandler, Arizona, I have been doing it every single day. Last week, Sean, I did 120 miles oh, for the gosh. week. The week before I was at 97. So I am, I, I mean, this is becoming a thing mm-hmm. for me and that's fine. It's just, it's just different. I feel like this hobby is now becoming something that's not just a hobby anymore, but it's actually like amateur level a- of- Effort. It's a, it's a lifestyle and you've, you've incorporated it
1: into not just my your crazy train, life. <laughs> yeah. Into, into like who you are. It's not just something you do necessarily as like a hobby. It's, this is now who you are. This is part of your life. And you, you shift your crazy schedule around to fit that in for yourself.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's amazing because I'm only a 20 minute, well, I, I ride pretty fast now, Sean, I have to say, uh, but, I'm only 20 minutes, 25 minutes from work. It's about six miles, Mm. um, at a at a decent clip. And when I get out there, I'll say this every time. I call it the power hour because it ends up being about an hour of time. I mean, Mm -hmm. close to an hour per day that I get to spend on the bike. And I just, it's a very boring ride. Can Mm -hmm. I be honest with everybody? It's the most (laughs) boring ride. I take three turns. Oh God! But I'm able to just. If we're we're not talking San Diego here, Sean. This is <laughs> undynamic. Now, the energy and electron transfer still exists mm-hmm. between the environment, right? So when I get, I still have the energy between each that I get to feel and be a part of. Which for me, is fine. I've had to change the mindset with regards to what is exciting. And you know what? I've been reading this book called Unbroken by uh, Louis Zamperini. It's a it's a biography of him he crashed in the middle of the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. um got shot well he, his plane actually broke down spoiler alert and he was on a raft for 40 days in the Pacific wow. and he said when he just his mind just let go and some because of the boringness in quotes mm-hmm. he was then able to tap into another level of imagination yep and i think This is the key. Everybody's looking for, Oh my goodness. I need the next thing. I need the next ring in my pocket. I need the next social media. Like I need the next dynamic event to take place. And I'm over here thinking, you know what? I need the next boring stretch. I need to just (laughs) let my mind work and imagine things and think, and really go wherever it wants to go for 25 minutes per day or well in the morning and then 25 minutes in the, in the afternoon and wherever Mm -hmm. it wants to go, it can just go. And I say, you go for it. I'll be here pedaling, and you do your thing. So that's where I'm at and it's getting crazy. I get it. I like that because I've, I've listened to a lot of podcasts where people talk about
1: our generation is so. We, we are taking in so much information faster than any generation prior to us. No Nobody has ever taken in information this fast with just the TV shows, the social media, the the podcasts, the, everything that we do, or we're just being bombarded with information and technology and go, go, go. And our brains never get a chance to just decompress. We're always throwing something else at them. And so doing something like that is crucial to be able to have a healthy mindset for me i don't i don't have that um bike ride but you know every every other drive because i generally tend to listen to music when i drive but every other drive especially when driving from home after i've had a long day no music nothing i just sit in silence and it's just a 45 minute drive home and that's just that's i let my mind wander very similar to what you're doing and it's, it's so healthy
0: and so nice well, that's beautiful. And I honestly, this is kind of I want to just give a plug because I just heard a, an episode of the Heberman Lab podcast. And it was he had a I don't know who it was specifically, but he had somebody, a specialist from Stanford that specializes in mindsets and the power hmm. of mindsets in our lives. And if you haven't heard the Heberman Lab, Sean, I definitely highly recommend no, not. It's extremely insightful and he's an absolute beast. Um, but let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Alia, Alia Crum, Science of Mindsets for Health and Performance. And she talks about how this is just so important. A positive mindset and the positive effects it has on your entire body. I'm not talking mm-hmm. mentally only. I'm talking physically. Mm, they have done. Okay. They have tracked research that pretty much says, if you go into a meal, regardless of the meal, and you think it's going to be good, your body is going to think it's going to be good. Huh. Your gut will literally say, yep, that was very tasty. But if you Crazy. go in thinking, oh, this is going to suck. I don't like healthy food. I hate vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like, and she, so they're relating this to kids. If you associate negative emotion to food, your body will not take it in as effectively. Mm-hmm. And, and they have science to back this up. Like they've they've traced the hormones. They've done studies. Anyway, listen to it, listeners. We will link this uh, podcast in the show notes. take a listen, uh, and learn and grow. and it and it relates right back to what we're saying, Sean. yeah, tell me about wind and just and this car ride. i want to I want to hear more. Well, it re- really plays off of what we were just talking about. So my last thing that i
1: I have to incorporate in every day is I need, wind but it's a very special kind of wind it's not just standing outside feel the wind on your face type thing for me i very very rarely very rarely drive with my windows up um i at every opportunity i can if i'm on the phone then i have the windows up generally other than that i have the windows down um, my subaru has a moon roof i open that all the way up so my ceilings is open as possible i open all my windows And I do that at 80 miles an hour down the freeway. That is my, my, my my thing. Um, I, since, since I have been driving, even as a kid, when I was riding, I would always love to have the window down and like my head out of the window with just the the wind hitting me in the face. There's just something so cleansing about the wind. And I, I sleep with wind. I have fans on in my room all the time. I work with wind. I have fans on there and it's not just for, for cooling down for me it's the I feeling of wind yeah yeah i remember it you would had drive your old desk man yep it would drive my coworkers bananas because they'd be freezing behind me because i have my fan on um but yeah I, I i'm glad i never got to sit next to you <laughs> my, my wind uh uh
0: your wind gets in the love, way
1: my <laughs> my wind love is just um fanatical i this I, is
0: unbelievable i love I know. this and i, I just you know, this is just so perfect because it's like, everybody is so unique and, oh man, I'm just, I'm getting energy just listening to something. I did not know this about you. Yeah. Which yeah. Is,
1: I, I love I it. Few people do because it's something that no one, you don't really learn about how other people drive unless you're driving with them. But for me, if, if I, if I have nobody in my car, I will guarantee 90 times, 90%, Dude. nine times out of 10, I will have the windows come, down. Come I out
0: Come out to Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I will get you. We will take a midnight drive. Sorry, I don't know what that was. Arizona, come to Arizona. And I Sean, this is what I used to do on the East Coast. Me and my mm-hmm. buddies would literally we'd go out in the middle of the night at like 10 or 11 p.m. and just go to these two-lane roads, not mm-hmm. a light on, I mean pitch black and roll the windows down just roll.
1: Yep, yep. I I and- I love driving at night. Night is my thing. Driving at the windows down. And I don't care if it's cold. I've done it in Utah when it was negative three. I've done it here where it's like in the thirties and forties. Like I just crank the heater, turn on the the, uh, seat heaters. Shout out to Subaru for having seat heaters. Oh, there you go. And then uh, I just, yeah, I just, I, I cannot live a day without wind.
0: Dude. I just, oh, it's so cool. And I, I'm, I'm so jazzed right now because I cannot wait to drive and we're both just going to have a wind drive. Cause I, it's rare. It's one of those things like not a lot of people can actually do that and feel no. comfort. And I don't know why, because it's so fun i agree wholeheartedly it's okay. agree it's okay listeners it, don't it's like easier
1: if, it's immediately easier for guys like us with shorter hair i know the ladies generally don't like the wind because it <laughs> messes <wife>? up their <laughs> messes just, up their no, hair hits them in the face fan. whatever it is but like i just uh i'm i'm entirely fine 10 hour road trip i don't want to talk to anybody i want the windows down maybe the music on and i'll just do that for hours and i would be the happiest camper on the planet
0: well, now my AC is getting a little spotty in the old Acura. So <laughs> I'm doing a lot more wind drives personally. <laughs> I'll admit
1: when Hot I had wind. when I had my old uh, Jetta, it was just kind of the same thing. The AC wasn't very great. So you just got to roll the windows down and pray that it's going to cool you off. Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. Pray the motors don't get stuck in the damn down position. Oh, God. Um, I, I I have had to duct tape a window because it wouldn't stay up. Oh my gosh. This, yes. I'm not there yet, Sean, but I do remember your Jetta. That thing was, it was getting there. Oh, it was my, brittle. my actor is at 223. I it's running amazing, but all the peripherals just start falling. <laughs> I start falling apart. Uh, I'm, I'm like piece by piece replacing things, but anyway, yep. let's, uh, my uh, one wind drive I'm in for sure. Okay. So next time you're coming out here or I'm coming there, uh, I'm just happy, Sean, and I think I hope the listeners just get where we're at mentally because these are things that it's like not only this is this is how to hobby. We are happy because of what we're doing in our lives, and we want you to be able to replicate it every, in the same exact way, in the same exact way. And that's the whole premise behind this these episodes moving forward. Is if we're not happy delivering the content, then we're not going to do it. Yep. So. Here we are and I want to tell you about number my last thing that I do every single day that I been that's been grounding me to life with my family and my kids similar to a wind drive but not so similar and that is a well cooked meal at the yes. end of the day and for me after I have the power hour as you could probably imagine in the heat uh, it was ninety eight today, so I oh get my home. Oh my god! And I I get out of the sauna, the free sauna, listeners. <laughs> fr- See again, that's how you turn it you turn it on the on the other way. <laughs> it, this is a free sauna that I'm yes. I don't have to pay for, and uh, it was pleasant. I had wind, and I got home and I was very hungry, which is most days. I mm-hmm. I. I'm pretty sure I eat for a solid hour when I get home. Um and I don't know if that's that's probably not normal but for me with just like the the level at which the heat is going. Yep. <laughs> the level at which the heat is going up, my appetite is going up with the heat and <laughs> it's a one to one curve. It's a, it's a linear linear curve. Maybe it's even exponential at this point, who knows. Um but I, I grab my knife and I just, I mean, pretty much right when I get home, I change out of my, my gear and, uh, cause I can't ride in like normal clothes in this heat. <laughs> um, and I grab my stuff to get going on the meal and the meal will be different every single day. I, it, sometimes it'll be a staple, but the things that I interact with every single time is my wood cutting board. I lay it down mm-hmm. on the, on the counter. I get my ing- my base ingredients. It usually has some onion. Tonight we did uh you did the Buffalo Wild Wings sponsored meal. I did uh it was a corn tortilla, sausage, egg uh, kind of dealio. Last night was today was simple. Tonight was simple. It depends on if it, it's always pretty technical in the sense that we cook it from scratch. And yep. that's kind of my goal. So at, with a well-cooked meal, for me it's breaking down individual ingredients to bare bones. And I got these. So at work here in Chandler, there's this guy, the egg guy. uh, from The egg guy. The egg guy. Uh, (laughs) I come into the break room and he lays out these farm fresh eggs that he gets that his hens lay every single day. And he lays out an envelope and says, all right, this is like how much it is. And they're like, you know, whatever, free range or maybe they're not. Who knows? Maybe they're terrible eggs, but I bought some. And, uh, they have, they're like, you literally, you pull them out and they have like feed and like, oh, and vomit and like, <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like, anyway, so I, I made, I cooked up the eggs from this, the egg guy at work and, uh, we just did these corn tortilla. Um, mm. and, and sometimes I would utilize what like leftovers. I try not yep. to ever let anything go to waste. That's been my new prerogative.
1: Okay, Ever like since it.
0: I've got more into cooking, it's been, don't let anything go to waste. So last night we did this kind of garbanzo bean, uh, sweet potato curry that I made, okay. coconut milk infused. Ooh, um, I love coconut milk and curry. It's, it's so good. And just, I got this black garlic from Trader Joe's. Shout out, it, check out the black garlic at Trader Joe's. It's awesome. Um, it's $1.99, I think, or maybe it's $2.99, but it's okay. a great seasoning earthy rich uh depth of flavor quickly um and then some sausage and just oh man creme de la creme did like Mm. an egg one and then did like a vegetarian one and it was just the cheese laid in the eggs of course and of course uh, yeah that's for me coming home and looking forward to my food Mm -hmm. like not just... Because you know me, Sean. I'm a pretty standard guy when it comes to my routine. Yep. I will... You're... I I think we have like the different opinion on this from what I remember, but I will literally have the same sandwich or a version of a sandwich every single day because I'm that frugal. Yep. But now, I'm coming to find, Sean, that I literally will spend more to have a well-cooked meal at the end of the
1: day. Yeah. And I think there's something so much further than just providing your family with a good meal, making sure you're eating well, making sure you're, you know, you're, you're eating things that are good. You're, you're not necessarily saving money, but you're spending money in a better way for your family. It's also inspiring to be honest, coming from someone who doesn't have a family, but watching my parents struggle growing up with my mom would come home from work and then she would dread cooking Because it was another chore that had to be completed by the end of the day. And so it always had a a negative connotation to what we were eating. It was always more a chore than, you know, we're doing this because it's a good thing for us. And so I think having that mindset going into being in front of your family in front of your kids showing them, I'm tired, I had a long day at work, but this is important. And this gets me excited to end my day on a well-cooked meal. That is teaching them so much more than just to eat well. It's to have a healthy mindset.
0: That that That's, that's more important than anybody knows. Wow. That was insightful, Sean. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I, I genuinely am, am stunned. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't think of it that way, but it, I, I hope that that's what they're getting. and Your kids will at one day, <laughs> I, promise, I promise you that. Well, and it's, oh man, the more you get into it, the more, I mean, I've, I've been talking to my mom about this and just shout out to, to Mama Power, but just how much joy you get out of preparation. Like we had friends from San Diego uh, mm-hmm. last week and I was able to make the first meal that we shared, I think, with people in, in the house. And it was just, you know, it took like, it never is quick, right? I made this kind of like Korean, uh, ground beef dish Mm -hmm. with veggies, but it's like, you know, to really break all of the, you know, like going to your miso plus, miso plus to then cooking it down. Like it's all a process of like release and yes. And so it's, you know, you, I laid out the snacks. It's like a whole process, right? You lay out the snacks so people don't go crazy. You kind of maybe eat a little bit on, on the way, but then by the end, the chef is just like famished. I'm just like, get yeah. me off. I, I, I rode in the heat,
1: <laughs> but it's also the, the mise en place of the, the concept of having the linear thought and putting it all in order and then cooking that way also f- fulfills like, a a thing in our brains of like, we like to check boxes and you've checked that box, this dish that I had cheese, exactly one serving of cheese for this meal. That was okay. That's done. I can put that away. Then you can move on to the next thing. Like there's something so satisfying about watching all of these things disappear as the meal gets further cooking.
0: It's, it's so cool. Yeah. Just, I mean, I just like interacting with the earth. And I think to to come full circle, I mean, you have this watch, right? It's probably made out of 316 stainless steel. Mm -hmm. That is a earth produced, you know, from a material from the earth that you are interacting with every single day. I have the same exact thing. And I literally, you know, between my knife, my watch, the, the, the weight, you know, the, the block of wood, I'm ac- mm-hmm. I'm stoked because I'm literally looking at cutting boards. I don't even. might <laughs> I'm planning out. I'm gonna get a nice a new wooden block cutting board that's bigger, nice. okay. like a like a for for all the veggies.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm dude.
0: I'm going full blown nerd. I'm gonna get like a mini trash can for oh uh, God. for for like compost. I I do it. It's uh, wait till you come over, Sean. It's going to be I'm gonna cook you a meal. We're gonna have a beer. Uh, finish the night with some some whiskey it is going to be an experience i cannot wait and i hope i hope you've gotten as much as i have out of this conversation i i think i mean i'm i'm again i'm over the moon right now
1: yeah i'm i'm really enjoying this i hope the listeners are too i think that uh everyone has their own unique things that they have to do every day to make you feel like you've had a good day. And whether any of the things that John and I have talked about are on your list, or even if they're not, I think that spending some time and focusing on what makes you happy in a day, what are the things that if you skipped things would not be, something would feel off focus on what those things are and make sure that you stick to it because sometimes that's all you need to do to keep yourself sane is what makes you happy. Do it every day.
0: A hundred percent. Don't forget to take risks, make mistakes and reevaluate. Look at those mindsets. We're going to link to all of the things that we mentioned, the Huberman lab, beautiful research for th- all things. He's a neuroscientist. I, I think I forgot to mention that. So he breaks it down from what your mind and body are doing mm-hmm. from a biochemical standpoint. And I don't even know if that's the correct way of, of the interaction. Maybe I'm no, I'm outside of my breath here, but regardless, this has been a pleasure, Sean, take care, have a great rest of your week with this. will be coming up. And at the normal time, we're going to be continuing to put out content consistently here. And I'm, I'm also just, Loving the fact that our house is more put together here, Sean. So um, thanks for being a part of the ride tonight. Um, And listeners, we'll be back with you next week. That's all.